0: the gator football podcast is on the air from the cjc on the campus of the university of florida it's the next generation of gator sports media personalities bringing you the latest in gator sports courtesy of the orange and blue sports network it's your gator football podcast
1: Welcome back to the orange and blue football podcast. I'm on Semba here with Jack Meyer, here to talk about some Florida football. But before that, make sure to follow the Instagram and Twitter at OBSN Gators, and also follow the YouTube channel for live broadcasting uh, games for select games. Uh, Let's get back to some football. Jack Meyer, how are you feeling right now about the transfers and everything like that?
0: Uh, Well, considering that the Gators have approximately one person coming in for every two that are leaving, not great, uh, <laughs> but I mean, last uh, the last time we were here, we talked about, um, you know, a lot of guys left in the transfer portal. We talked about the who's, the where's, the why's, so now we're going to talk about um, the guys coming in. In other words, this podcast is probably going to be shorter than the last one because we don't have as much to talk about. But let's try to put on our positivity hats and get yeah, to it. Yeah, let's
1: do it. Um, and then another thing, we have made this podcast just so that um, since there's not much talking to talk about in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start making this podcast in every other week type of thing mm-hmm. um, so that these podcasts aren't super short like today's is going to be, so that exactly. there's going to be more to talk about.
0: Exactly. Um, so
1: let's get started.
0: Yeah, so uh 12 Gators, the Gators so far have 12 transfer portal acquisitions this off season. Uh they got a few in the post early signing period, they got a few uh this past December, and then they've just had, you know, a few coming in here and there along the way. Um a lot of I don't want to say low level guys because, you know, like obviously Everyone can surprise us. Yeah, exactly. There's a, that that's like the good thing about like I'm not I, I can't say I'm a huge fan of the Transfer Portal just because of like all the, like the turmoil it causes. But one good thing about the Transfer Portal is it does give like, you know you never know which guys are gonna break through and turn into the next superstar. Like I'm not trying to invoke Joe Burrow here because there is only one Joe Burrow. There only <laughs> has ever been one Joe Burrow, and there only ever will be one Joe Burrow. Despite all the Graham Mertz comparison, and I love you. I love you, Graham Mertz, wherever you are right now. Um, I made that sound like he's dead. <laughs> Graham Mertz is not dead. I just. I know yeah, we, we love. We love Graham Mertz. We, we no, just. No, but, but yeah. Graham
1: Mertz. We, If you listen to us since the beginning, we had our doubts and grammar no, yeah, and no, he, he proved us yeah. wrong. He um, proved us wrong, and know. I'm
0: excited to see him come back. I mean, like it should be an interesting dynamic t- between him and Lagway, but one way or another, I'm excited to see Mertz at least shoot up for the Gators for another season after. He was pretty much one of like our sole bright spots in an otherwise pretty disappointing 2023 campaign for Florida. Um, but on the topic of Mertz, I think arguably the strongest transfer portal acquisition that Florida has made so far this offseason, Um One of his top targets from Wisconsin, uh, wide receiver Shim. Um, okay, let me let me pull up my pronunciation guide real quick. Uh, Shimray DK. Um, he, he had a good connection with Mertz. I've heard nothing but good things about him and you know their chemistry so far. Uh, he had 44 appearances at Wisconsin, 31 starts. Uh, racked up 30 uh, i don't know where i got 30 from there um he racked up 97 receptions uh 1478 yards and nine touchdowns um obviously you know he's like that that's not like you know like numbers that like pop out pop out on the page immediately but i've been hearing a lot of good things and the fact that he already has a connection
1: yeah that's that's what's gonna make the difference is um kind of you know, you just mentioned Joe Burrow, so it's not just me. Um, when he, mm-hmm. when Joe Burrow went to the Bengals, got Jamar Chase. Exactly. That pick was very a very good decision for that season, just because of that connection, that chemistry, being able to play and know that player from college is easy, and so this is kind of that same application of this kind of the Joe Burrow-Jamar-Chase situation, in yeah, a exactly. sense, I hope. I no, hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed, you know, like, the, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Ricky Pearsall was a transfer portal acquisition, was he not?
1: Straight from Arizona State. Yep. Um, he went to Florida, so yeah, you're right about that one, um, and absolutely dominated and going into the NFL um, combine at the end of the month, so...
0: Yeah, I think he might. He might be. Uh, I, I see a little bit of Cooper Cup in him. Just, <laughs> just a little. Just a Maybe.
1: little. Maybe. Okay, but I see it too. That one-handed catch. At least I got to Ooh, witness it. The,
0: the, <laughs> he, had his, he had his Michael Jordan moment. <laughs>
1: the, the Michael Jordan moment for sure. Hand up in the air. Yep. Ready to catch the thing. I remember, and I, we said this, but I want to go back to that moment because I just relived it, and I want to mm-hmm. talk about it again. I, will, I remember yeah. sitting in that press conference and him saying, "We do stuff like this at practice all the time." I want to see the footage from practice. I I wanna, get me the footage from practice, him doing that kind of stuff. I won't believe it until I see it.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, l- l- I love Ricky. I love Ricky. He, he did a lot for the Gators, <laughs> but come on. You-, you don't be doing that every day at practice. No. <laughs> I, I i'm sorry i don't believe that if you do then there's a lot of drops like that at practice okay i don't know why i'm talking about this because a i love ricky Pearsall. he did so much for the gators b we're not supposed to be talking about this we're supposed to be talking about transfers well, he's hey tra- we're
1: stretching it out a little bit now exactly see. but yeah no i am super excited to see what he does yeah um, i'm excited to see you about dk wide receiver you know um mm-hmm. from wisconsin so that definitely that having that like background with Graham Mertz is going to definitely make a difference uh, exactly. in plays so
0: and then let's take a peek at the rest of the list we got a couple of uh decent defensive backs along the way Asa Turner from Washington Jameer Grimsley from Alabama uh, Grimsley was actually a top 200 prospect in the um r- recruiting cycle and I think it was a pretty recent recruiting cycle actually um, so He should be another one that he could be like a potential breakthrough. He has up to five years of eligibility remaining. So unlike most of the guys on this list, they're like looking for like one or two good more years. Yeah, Grimsley could be around for a while, depending on, you know. Napier. Well, I was just going to, I wasn't trying to throw out names or anything, but yeah. I'll throw them out.
1: (laughs) I will proudly throw it out um
0: I- I've said enough about that man as, yeah I know um, it's like a broken record
1: we say it every week A broken record mm-hmm. um, but I want to touch on Napier for one second I'm gonna okay. go on a little tangent here um, I know it's bad to compare different sports with coaching that's a very they're both very different however I kind of just want to since you know opening days in a couple weeks Um, baseball and talk about Sully's amazing coaches coaching because Kevin
0: O'Sullivan he's just oh he's you see so many
1: people going to Florida and leaving not because they're transferring out but because they're going to the MLB because they're going to do better things in life (laughs) like not not because they're leaving out of here to get go to a different school that can probably do the same for them Um, but yeah and People coming in from different schools too for solely.
0: That's like a That was just offseason. Acquisition. I just
1: wanted to touch on that. I know it's bad to compare different sports. I know coaching is bad, no, but different. it's a, no, it's
0: a valid comparison because you look at other sports. You know, like transfer portal is not just a football thing. You know, there's a lot yeah. of transfers just all across the world of college sports right now. But you you see like good programs don't have like boatloads of people leaving.
1: <laughs> yeah and. Napier needs to sit down with Sully and see what he can do a little differently. But <laughs> they're
0: gonna like have a little sit down conversation, just like just
1: know. mumbling because they both talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just both like what? One more time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to the transfers. Yeah, not too many big name schools. Um,
0: got a couple of decent offensive linemen. We got um, Brandon Crenshaw Dixon, San Diego State, and uh, Devon Manuel from Arkansas. A couple of decent like you know platoon.
1: Yeah. Offensive
0: lineman. nothing really to write home and about. And then
1: though. the amount of people that have left Florida to go to an SCC school is in, is too many to count. Mm-hmm. Whereas only three athletes from an SCC school came to Florida, yeah. which we already mentioned um, Devon Manuel, but Grayson Howard, linebacker, came from South Carolina.
0: Okay. So okay,
1: not solid. too many SCC schools trying to get into florida here yeah
0: because you're not trying to you're not trying to with all due respect you're not trying to go to the little brother of your own conference you know i mean there's a reason there's a reason that nobody's going to vanderbilt do
1: you think here's a here's a (laughs) here's a here's a really good thought though do you think some of these guys aren't transferring to florida because of the schedule (laughs) could that be a possibility like potentially as as in like the schedule plus the team, like obviously, if
0: this, it could if, be like the straw that breaks the camel's yeah, back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I'm not gonna go play for this team that's you know average. Like, um, because and they're having one of the toughest schedules. I'm not gonna go there. I want to go succeed somewhere where yep. there's an easy schedule and they're a good team.
0: I would think. I think it's more so just like their confidence level. So the schedule doesn't. Hurt, the schedule doesn't help whatsoever for Florida, but. The schedule wouldn't be a problem if these, you know, incoming potential recruits, transfer portal, all these guys. Schedule wouldn't – strength of schedule wouldn't be a problem if they were confident they could at least compete in those games, which I don't see a lot of confidence from Florida fans. But competing and then
1: also being part of a team that has a winning record – and being able to share that is also another thing that, like, a factor, I think. Not, I'm not saying it's the number one factor in any way, shape, or form. But I do think the schedule comes into play when you look at how, the, like, you know, let's say Georgia had this, like, tough of a schedule, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think any te- uh, player who's trying to transfer into Georgia is, you know, going, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to go to Georgia because the schedule's a little tough. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Florida, the strength of the team compared to the schedule is just not there. So being like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to go there because, one, I'm probably going to struggle with this team. It's not going to make me look good as an athlete, mm-hmm. this and that. That's probably where it's at, too, as well. That's probably why we're not seeing a lot of transfers pe- Transfers in.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, <sighs> Florida still has a long way to go, just yeah. in, in general. Like, it's it's going to just...
1: be interesting to see how Florida does next season and that's that's a whole nother
0: that's a whole nother ball game that's another that, ball game
1: you know we the Florida Gators thought they had a they had a tough season this year
0: wait until next year yeah. just wait you, until thinking? the toughest schedule in the entire country comes at you
1: how long do you think it's going to take for the Gators to get into a losing
0: like clinch a losing record I think they will probably clinch a losing record within nine games
1: Nine games? You think it's going to take.
0: I think it's going to take that. It's going to be like that. I, I think, think they it- will go three and six in their first nine <laughs> games. That's at fair. The best.
1: Yeah, I know that's, we can talk about that in a different week about the schedule. We'll probably go about that in, uh, in about, in about in a week or two weeks, excuse me. Um, but I think that should be, like I said, it's going to be really short today. Not too many people transferring in. So not too much to talk about. Um, also we're going to be doing this every other week. So we have more to talk about. Um, and anything else you want to say real quick?
0: I'm all good. If you want to go ahead and send it out.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning into this very short podcast this week. (laughs) So sorry about that. Um,
0: Don't blame us. Blame Billy Napier.
1: Thank you for tuning in again. Um, I'm Anit Semba.
0: I'm Jack Meyer.
1: And again, please follow the Instagram and Twitter at OBSN Gators. And subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, where you'll find live broadcasts of select Gator games. Um, This has been the Gator Football Podcast on the Orange and Blue Sports Network. Thank you for listening.
0: And we'll see you again soon.